0: Welcome to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. We are a mother-daughter duo specializing in astrology and feng shui. Join us weekly to learn astrology and feng shui and of course to hear stories from our hands-on experience in the industry. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today, we are talking about solar eclipses in particular, the one that will be happening on April 20th. So as you're listening, of course, you might be thinking that's a little bit early, but I would definitely just put a little check mark on the calendar on that um, April 20th date, just because it's so interesting when I've worked with clients, some clients, I mean, it is down to the day and they are feeling it, the action happens, they get the news And then other clients I deal with, that 30 days prior, sometimes the aha moment comes through. So by April 20th, I would think we will go through the signs, talk about how it will affect everyone. But by April 20th, I would think you see the truth. You know what to do.
1: I think it's actually perfect timing that we're talking about it 30 days in advance, because you're absolutely right. Sometimes it's fun to see it develop. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, this is a beginning. It's a and this we're talking upbeat today, right, Kate? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. This is solar eclipses, which set off something new, which is the end, generally is favorable. You may resist it at first. That's possible, but it flows. It takes you in a new direction.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be happening at 29 degrees of Aries. So if you have your chart, uh, look to see where does 29 Aries fall. That can give you some more insight, but we will go through the 12 signs. Um, I also want to thank everyone that put in orders for their chart this past week based off of our um, Aries podcast. Um, So those have been emailed out. So hopefully that clean copy is easier to read to locate that 29 degrees of Aries perfect perfect that's great we're really putting the focus on teaching here
1: we are we are kind of shifting our focus a tad bit because clearly if you're listening you want to learn astrology maybe not professional level but you want to be able to understand your own chart your family members charts
0: yeah so before we go into the eclipses um, let's do a little bit of a recap i need i know we need to talk about the ref- the flowers in the refrigerator cure that we set up for the spring equinox I can't believe
1: we didn't speak about it last week, but this is good. This is good because I have a better handle now. Uh, you know, I, I, the, my, my intention and what we shared with everyone was the idea to encourage positivity and hope and joy, the joy of springtime, the joy of surprise when you see a little flower blooming or a new leaf coming on your plant. And I must say that every time I opened my refrigerator, you know what? It w- it brought a smile to my face. So it okay. It achieved. It did that. It brought joy into my life. But and it took me a little bit of time to look at this and realize that over this two week period, because I put them in already a week ahead of yeah. the uh, equinox. You know, I finally felt I hit a stride about the balance of work versus leisure um my boundaries are stronger I I understand I kind of acknowledge that what I need to balance what to do to balance out work so I thought that was a that was a breakthrough for me because I can go 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 and keep focused on work seven days a week Yes, you um, can (laughs) and this was this was a, a shift and uh I've been feeling really good I've been smiling more oh good
0: I had a similar thing. So the the refrigerator is the feminine, which my flowers are still thriving in the fridge. They look great. So mine are too. <laughs> kind of interesting.
1: we to look. Oh, maybe I need to. I'll bring them out for some sunlight.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you get flowers, then you have to leave town. I would say put them in the fridge until you get back. I think they'll oh, last. Absolutely. Um, but a couple of things. So the fridge is the feminine. So one, I've noticed that I've been able to put a much more focus on like my physical body and movement. I set a goal for myself for a certain amount of steps that I wanted to take. And I've been like crushing it every day, which I know it sounds like small, but it was something that I've like talked about maybe in my head before I'm sticking to it, which is awesome. And then that's so interesting what you brought up about that balance, because Mikey and I just had that conversation yesterday about what is relaxation because mm. we say, Oh, it's so hard for us to relax, you mm. know, because we'll be in bed, but we'll still be doing stuff on the computer, like work. Oh, I and know. Like,
1: you yeah. You do a lot of work from the bed.
0: Yeah. And so <laughs> it's like, but what is relaxation is watching TV, relaxing is working out, relaxing, like what is relaxation? So we had this kind of, you know, we put together a little list of like what it means to relax for each of us. So kind of similar with that balance about work and it leisure. Is.
1: It is so well, it makes sense because the equinox was about balance right that's true balance yeah. of light and dark yeah
0: there so we I are like that. oh my god
1: isn't that amazing well I hope everyone had a good happy spring equinox and I hope everyone that participated in that you know felt they got something out of it
0: absolutely um I also want to just throw in right here that you know since we spoke last Pluto has officially moved into Aquarius just as a recap, we haven't, you know, Pluto hasn't moved into Aquarius since 1777. So this is the first time that we are seeing this as a collective. Um, It will only spend about three months there before it retrogrades back into Capricorn for its last, I think, seven months. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just, it was like right on time because the day that Pluto moved in to Aquarius, which Mm -hmm. Aquarius would rule technology, AI, networking, the way that we connect That is the day that Congress um, was grilling the TikTok executives, because there's all this talk about, are we going to lose TikTok? And again, it might sound like just one little silly story, but it's so Pluto and Aquarius. And it happened on the exact day that Pluto moved into Aquarius. Um, And I also received an email on that day, I think from Google, about a new AI program that they're rolling out that they, it's like the beta testing. So it's like, do you want to beta test this or whatever? I just thought, well, this is just right on time. So um, I know people kind of get scared, like, oh my gosh, what does this mean, Pluto and Aquarius? It doesn't all happen at once, right? It's just these small storylines that by 2044, when Pluto is moving out of Aquarius, just I think the technology in our life is going to just be insane.
1: Yeah. Well, and if I could throw one more thought in there, yep. the first introduction of Pluto always is to decimate take something down. Mm. That's always the first step. Okay. And so there we go, the grilling of maybe we're going we to shut down TikTok, mm-hmm. right? What are we doing there? The same thing as this AI that's, gonna, that's shutting down something. It's, ter- it's decimating somebody's I know industry or work.
0: Well, there was something that I saw that you can submit 10 headshots to mm-hmm. this app, and then they'll send you back 100 AI headshots of yourself right. in different positions oh with God. different backgrounds. right? And I mean, I've se- seen some TikToks on it where some of them are not good, you know, but right. it's just like, yeah. I was just thinking, I, cause it'll just get better. Right. But I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like right. we're attack. There's an attack on photographers <laughs> um, or with all yes. these like, yeah, copy yeah. AI things where, okay, what about people that freelance writing and different things so mm-hmm. some people might feel like there's an attack on their industry as we start seeing these yeah. technologies really progress absolutely okay so back to well, the solar general, ecl- yeah yes
1: in general solar eclipses are all about they're a turning point yeah and you know or a starting point would be a softer way to say it they generally speed things along things that are already kind of in the background, all of a sudden they're jumping out there, you know what I mean they're they become real. And generally they bring some opportunities with them and sometimes unexpected and they also can deliver some unexpected kind of um, early wins it's like something that you try and oh hey this seems to work and so there's an excitement that
0: generally comes with them. Especially when we think of that word eclipse, the Mm -hmm. idea that we think one thing's going to happen and then that is eclipsed by something new, maybe some new information, maybe a new opportunity. So it is possible that if you think you know the storyline, that it is possible that that storyline could still be eclipsed and that's not good or bad. It doesn't mean it's going to be bad news that's eclipsing it, right? It should be something that's putting you in the right direction.
1: Yes, always in the long term, always in the long term, it is. There can be frustration at the beginning because, oh, I have to learn something new, right? Yeah. I have to adapt to it.
0: So a few things about this eclipse. It will happen at 29 degrees of Aries, uh, which is a new cycle of eclipses that will go through March of 2025. So for the past two years, we've seen them all on the Scorpio-Taurus line, This is going to be the first introduction of the Aries-Libra line. That will continue out until March of 2025. One other thing that I wanted to throw in is that it's happening at 29 degrees of Aries. Now, if you've been listening for a while, maybe you remember me saying this, but when we had Mars retrograde back in, oh my gosh, 2021, I think, 2021, Mm -hmm. Mars retrograded in Aries. And when it got Mm -hmm. to 29 degrees of Aries, we saw the attack on the Capitol buildings or whatever, January 6th, 6th, the storming of the Capitol buildings. Yeah. So here we are again, where we're now going to have this eclipse happening at 29 degrees of Aries. So one, I think I've made it clear. I don't follow the news very well, but if there needs to be any sort of finalization around what happened that day, like if anyone's being charged or if there's any laws that are being passed because of it, if there's any consequences, I would think April 20th would be an interesting day to look at to see if any of those people are back in the news with some sort of conclusion to what happened. In it's, particular, a, yeah,
1: you, 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 yeah. you have a good memory, Kate, to remember all the dates. And yes, that's a, absolutely what you said is true. And uh, there should be, and I, I, it's kind of in the news already, obviously, uh, some of the headlines are relating back
0: to that. Incident. Well, and I've seen things that Trump's saying he's getting going to get arrested, but again, I don't know what that's for, if that's related to that, or.
1: Yeah, he's calling for all, pretty much
0: some level of civil war. Okay. Well, but, uh, I would, okay. <laughs> Well, he might have some news. Yeah, he might have some news stories as well then around um, April 20th. True, true. So before we we get into how this will affect all 12 of the signs, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear from this ad. Welcome back. So today we are talking about how the solar eclipse on April 20th at 29 degrees of Aries will affect each of the signs. So we are talking solar astrology. So if you have your astrology chart and you know where that degree falls in your chart, of course, you can listen um, for that as well. But if you're saying, I don't know my chart, I have no interest in getting to know more about it, uh, just listen for your sun sign or your rising sign. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
0: So with that, shall we start with um, Aries and Libra, since that will be...
1: Yes, and we're going
0: to put two signs
1: together here. We'll talk about Aries, and we're going to talk about Libra, because they're going to vacillate. This is setting off a new series. So this month coming up, April is focused on Aries, but six months from now, we're going to be talking Libra. It's going to ping pong back and forth. So there's going to be an interrelationship between the storylines, if that makes sense. So yes, uh, so let's start with Aries, uh, Libra. Uh, This is all about their personal identity and therefore who they are now in partnership with. Mm-hmm. wasn't it Dr. Phil says if you want to change your partner change yourself <laughs> and the partner will react will shift sure. or not and then you know okay I'm done with that right. <laughs> <laughs> the idea so anyhow so the Aries sun or the rising sign of Aries puts a lot of focus on the identity of the person and there could be some really impulsive feelings under this energy where you kind of now oh I get it I've got this idea, there could be a lot more focus placed on uh, the sense of well-being, or what can I do to make things better in my life. And again, a little bit me, me, me focused, absolutely, because there could be some sense of that's not me anymore, or I'm going to bail out of this, or I am going to sign up for this. There's some sort of change in the identity of Aries or those with Aries rising and it may not be a one and done right it may take some months to pull it off to do it and it could be one step in many steps to come
0: yep and even to put focus on their physical body as well so if they were trying to do something with the physical body again oh maybe it was it's an elective surgery maybe they're saying I'm trying to get pregnant you know again there should be some sort of metamorphosis of the physical body as well Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. and Libras, on the other hand the sign that's opposite Aries, their focus is on partnership. So they may not be talking about themselves, they may be talking more about who am I in relationship with. They're they're kind of starting at the opposite end of the spectrum than the Aries is. Aries is working on themselves, which is going to lead to a change in partnerships or enhanced partnership, and Libras are starting with the relationship. So there probably could be some sense of a new connections, This could be a new work connections, new romantic connections. There's something there probably about reattaching themselves to something that vibrates, that, that, that feels good to them. Uh, I think the most common translation might be this one though, where they just may be saying, Hey, I expect more of my friends. I expect more of, you know, uh, my boss, something about raising their standards in relationships.
0: Right. And that's good for Libra sun or Libra rising. Um, And we might even just say like, they might be uh, reconsidering like any sort of contractual agreements. So we talk about relationships, but, you know, having a lease at a house or for an esthetician space, that is also a relationship. So you might be reconsidering those contracts.
1: Absolutely. Or finding a better deal. Finding a place that gives me more for my money. So this is, is strong. Yeah. It's a real testing degree.
0: Yeah. So this eclipse will affect everyone. However, we might say it's the strongest for the Aries and the Libras just because it's happening in the sign of Aries and it opposes the sign of Libra. Yeah, absolutely. So next we'll move to Taurus and Scorpio. So mm-hmm. again, you know, eclipse as well, because for the past two years, they've all been happening in your sign. Um, But for Taurus or Taurus rising, this is accentuating that 12th house. So, you know, it's a supportive time to be assessing what is holding you back. You might be realizing I have to break away. I have to break out. You might be identifying people or habits, even substances that are not allowing you to be who you want to be.
1: Absolutely. This is an energy where, you know, sometimes you go out socially, you do something, then you come home and uh, a Taurus right now may be saying, why did I say that? Why did I share that story? I could have all these things I could have talked about and this is what I shared with them. So it's almost like Taurus <laughs> could be their own an uh, uh, counselor, therapist in uh-huh. their head. They're going back. Why did I say that? I, you know, there were so many other options or choices of how I could have responded. So again, this doesn't mean that you're all lining up for therapy. It's it's this mindset. You're looking to go, why did I default to that? Why did that? That was the first thing you asked me about my mother. And that's the first thing I said, where'd that come from? Why am I telling that story still? Yeah. So a lot of focus on mental health.
0: And even buried issues. So there might be stories that are coming up where you feel like, like mom said therapy, where it could be very therapeutic, where you might say, I've never said that. I've never admitted that. I never put those pieces together that that was related Mm -hmm. to that. Um, And then as we look at the Scorpios or Scorpio rising, it's activating that sixth house of work and health. So there could be some breakthroughs here about your work schedule, about your pricing, under about the conditions which in which you work so it's interesting mom that your uh spring equinox cure had to do with this balance well we're already in that window where you could be feeling this Mm -hmm. energy this uh, eclipse that's coming up but it's possible that you might still be making another decision as we you know go out to the next 30 days
1: i like to think of perfecting and that would be the challenge over the next two years to perfect that work environment to perfect how much you can offer you know and and type of scheduling and and how much energy is it taking and then also just going to healthcare. this is the very proactive energy it's interesting that you talked about step counting, so to speak. I've been, you've inspired me. So I've been step counting now as well. Yeah. So I call that a preventative measure. I don't know what I'm preventing, but, but I'm I'm out there walking more. And so I, th- I know that's good for me. So preventive healthcare, you have a, a greater awareness, a greater awareness of foods, finding great recipes that, wow, I like these, these taste great and they're healthy for me.
0: Absolutely. And like, no thing can be too small. Like maybe you just find a new ingredient that you say, oh my gosh, I've been adding the seasoning to everything. And now I'm loving my, uh, my meal prep again, because it just tastes better. Very simplistic storyline. Um, you know, I think a lot of times astrology is putting away that, oh, something crazy is going to happen. It's going to change my whole life. And sometimes eclipses can don't get me wrong. Like based on where it's sitting in your chart, yes, eclipses can be powerful, but, For the majority of the time, they can just be simple changes, and it's like okay. Like, well, I can. I I, this is totally off script, but yeah, I just read yesterday,
1: and I'm going to try it. That if you're trying to when you have tomato sauce and it's kind of that acidic, you know, I always throw some brown sugar in it, right? And they go instead of brown sugar, put in like an eighth of a teaspoon of baking soda, and they say chemically it's going to bring out the sweetness in the tomatoes. I thought that I got to try that on you guys on Sunday night to <laughs> see if that really works because I thought, there we go. I, that caught my eye yesterday. I'm thinking I'm doing that. I'm going to try it. Very interesting.
0: Okay. Right on but time. It,
1: it, it's a diet. It's a food thing. It's a very small story.
0: Absolutely. Um, next, let's talk about Gemini's and Sagittarius. So mm-hmm. this is all about building your identity kind of within the group and versus solo. So like, what is my identity within the group or what is my personality? How do I stand alone? Um, So specifically for Gemini suns or Gemini rising, it's activating that 11th house. So there could be an idea of changing in teams. What new groups am I joining? I would think you're craving to be something part of something much bigger. So again, Mikey's my go-to, um, Gemini, you know, I told you last week that he's gotten really into bowling, you know, it'd be interesting if he actually joins, a team at that point. Oh yeah. Or creates one. Um, I've had a lot of feedback from people that they say, oh my gosh, my boyfriend loves to bowl or my child loves to bowl. So I'm like, (laughs) even just from the podcast, I feel like we could. Okay. Yeah. Put together a little team in Vegas. <laughs> I'm in the team. Right.
1: You don't want me on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But also they might have a need for innovations. They're looking for, you know, to be able to, Hey, what about this idea? Let me run with it. They like the idea maybe of being part of some changes that kind of interrupt the status quo or it could be the idea of new policies coming into the workplace onto the team and again having to adjust to them right yeah um, they, they're looking for newness they're looking for forward vision
0: yeah when we and, talk do you have anything else to say about some freedom as well right and freedom again doesn't have to do with like on oh, leaving my partner you know it ha- but the idea of like okay i'm going bowling that's my time like that's when i can practice my my sport or my practice yeah um my form i should say mm-hmm. so that's an example that's a great example of freedom as well yeah
1: very simple again so much of this is simple and I oftentimes say that the clients don't don't neglect the mundane energies have to start somewhere and they right. grow into
0: something bigger just like children <laughs> <laughs> right yeah first sagittarius or sagittarius rising it's activating the 5th house and this is where we're saying like okay what is your personality you might be really trying to pinpoint that or define it where you're saying what is my passion what is my style so one you could just find yourself being very creative where you could be trying a new class you could be trying knitting you could be trying a a paint class something like that some sort of hobby or you could be playing it out through your clothing
1: Oh, big one, I think. Big one. Accessories, clothing, because that's how we express ourselves. People look at us, they see us coming, and, you know, they are, or whatever we're wearing starts communicating to them about who we are, how we stand out. I think the other big thing about this uh, Sagittarius is children really maybe putting... A lot of focus or maybe getting child into a new activity, a new sport, and you know, and really getting behind them, whatever that might mean, (laughs) meaning a tuition check, or, you know, a, a certain type of uniform, things of that nature, because on some level, children are a way for parents to express themselves as well. So we can go right into, as you mentioned, the hobbies, or we could go into funneling a lot of energy into the children
0: yeah and the last thing is Sagittarius might be focused on like their legacy. Mm. Um, and that kind of can sound a little morbid, like, well, what does that mean? But you could be right. setting some stuff up that you say like there will be a long term effect of this, whether it's through some sort of financial, whether you're you know setting up paperwork a certain way that you could be worried about very long term, and particularly how children are affected, yes. Uh, next, let's talk about cancer and Capricorn. So for them, I think there's a balance between their personal and their professional life. Join so, the club. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, so for cancers or cancer rising, this is activating that 10th house. And so there might be some focus on what do you want to be known for? Now, of course, there could be some added responsibility that comes into that.
1: that could it could be would a def- Couldn't you, you're weighing it. I like that position, but... Oh, can I put those hours in? Yeah. Can I handle those type of problems? So of course your chart is saying, go for it, right?
0: There should be a new beginning, I would think, within their career yes. sector. And again, whether that's they're stepping up and taking more responsibility or it's happening to them where, oh, I'm getting a new boss. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're being taken over by another company and, and I'm having to step up to these new rules. I can think okay. of a cancer just this week that reached out to me that, their property is going through a takeover, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was saying, I can't come to this function because, right. You know, I'm knee deep in, in these new, new policies that are going into place. And
1: be aware for cancers. It could be, they get dumped on the extra responsibility, go with it because it suggests that this could be the stepping stone. That's going to get you right into that next position.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, and that's kind of loaded to what you said, because maybe it's within that company or maybe it's the stepping, like the next thing that had to happen for you to say, okay, I'm done. That's my time to move on.
1: Good, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, For Capricorn suns or Capricorn rising, this is affecting and lighting up that fourth house. So I would think there's a big focus on the home. You might be asking yourself, is my home sustainable? right uh, so that I could be
1: it? can i pay the, those hoa dues you know uh can i pay can i continue to do the lawn care myself maybe i need to contract it out you're trying to get that home environment to be more sustainable
0: yeah when we mean sustainable those were some excellent examples that mom gave or maybe you're saying we have a guest room and we never use it so let's turn it into an office so you're making your home work better for you in any areas that might have been kind of a hiccup or something that's made you cuss around your home you might be saying okay it's time to make changes in those area those areas
1: and i might also add this is a very strong time
0: you might be looking at parents and maybe
1: thinking of elders or even just an elderly neighbor, all of a sudden you may have more focus on the community at large about what is needed, but definitely within the bio family, what's going on with who needs help, who needs assistance. Uh, And that can bring up even issues like daycare, can someone come in, help me do this, do that, so I can be free to go off and do something else. So there's a lot going on for Capricorn. I think that's a, it's an angular sign. So again, that 29 degrees Aries is very heavily influencing
0: the lifestyle going on within the home. Absolutely. Uh, Next, we're going to talk about Leo and Aquarius. Mm -hmm. And this puts a lot of focus on knowledge, learning, even networking. Mm -hmm. So for our Leo suns and our Leo rising, this is lighting up the ninth house. So there should be did you have something that you were excited I'm to say? say? I
1: think this is one of the better ones. Yeah, I do too. I think Leo's, I think Leo's, you're setting up for something much nicer, better. You're moving on up as they used to say.
0: Yep. Go so ahead. there should be expansion through travel, through cultural cultural immersion, right. maybe even education. And you know, the ninth house is the higher self. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a Leo friend that I'm watching and you know, she's doing some interesting therapies right now that kind of, that give her like out of body experiences. Mm -hmm. And now that just sounds wild as I'm saying that, but you know, the idea is like ninth house, you know, it's it's like, it's taking her to these like out of her body and being able to see things at a much larger level, being able to see the Mm -hmm. full picture. I know Mm -hmm. that sounds crazy probably as I'm saying it, but ninth house is about the big picture
1: it is and it represents generally someone who's going to be able uh, to get themselves in the position of let me mentor you let me coach you being able this isn't just about accumulating information for me 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 it's about the idea i want to lift the vibration i want to share i want to role model these things so people can see they can have a better life so it's a very proactive uh, humanitarian energy yeah but I would expect them to get some prestigious invitations, or maybe they qualify some level to participate, or maybe the of course, the fun one that we all like to think of is maybe even opportunities for more money,
0: money, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for Aquarius sun and Aquarius rising, it's activating the third house. Mm-hmm. So this can put a big focus on just learning. You yes. might be picking up a new great book. You might be enrolling in some sort of class or school. And there could be focus on licensing. So if you've had, you know, an aha moment here, okay, I want to get licensed in something, that's great. Or you might say, oh, I went to go renew and I found out, oh my gosh, I need to take some more classes (laughs) because that would be a very eclipse kind of storyline where I didn't, I thought I was qualified. I need to take some more. Um, Other things, third house is very mundane in regards to just you know what you do on a daily basis so tracking your steps is a big one of course i'm an aquarius and i've been doing that now 24 days as we're record recording mm-hmm. but there could be some new focus on movement and even the neighborhood so yeah. Just as an example, I'm walking the neighborhood, I'm not going to the gym, you know, so I'm seeing like, I'm getting to know my neighbors, even though I've been living here for eight years, uh, seeing who's out, seeing who's keeping up with their lawn care, all of those things, just, again, the very mundane things around the neighborhood. Wow.
1: I was going to add in when you were talking about licensing, uh, this is licensing can be also, oh, coming up with a great domain name and registering Mm -hmm. it right or getting rid of letting go of domain names selling them off you know that you're not using anymore
0: so uh yeah licensing look broadly at that idea absolutely and then the last set that we'll talk about is virgo and pisces and this puts a big focus on finances for both of these signs so the first one for virgo sun or virgo rising it activates the eighth house So there should be some new beginnings around finances. Maybe you might have some new goals around what are my savings. You could be very concerned about shared monies, like what is my half of that? Who's gonna pay that bill? So there can be some high accountability where it's like you're really watching the numbers. Yeah,
1: and you you might be thinking ahead like, well, what if? You might be playing that game very heavily. So I wanna be prepared. What if this happened? What if that happened? So you might be really looking at your finances from a different perspective than what you have previously. And of course, the worst would be what if that thing is close to happening in your life. Oh, I need to get cleaned up. I need to have things things straightened out. I need clarity. I need to know the passwords. I need to know the account numbers. So there is a lot of pressure put in that area. Um, But the bigger, the more fun area to talk about would be the whole area of sexual expression. At eighth house, Virgos are going to have that experience in their solar eighth house. So there is focus on, you know, what is my sex life look like? Is it fulfilling? Do I need to, you know, ramp it up? Or, of course, any sexual relationship could, you might be looking very closely at to see, is this working?
0: And even when you are talking about sexual expression, you know, they could just be saying, I'm wearing high heels again, you know, where they say, I just got divorced and I'm throwing my flip flops away and I'm back in my six inch stilettos, (laughs) or maybe I'm reconsidering my, my lingerie. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. All those things. All those things. Yeah. There's a blossoming. There's a reawakening. There's a rebirthing going on. That's the positive way to put it for Virgos, getting back in touch with sensuality.
0: Absolutely. And then last uh, for our Pisces sun or Pisces rising, it's activating the second house. And so there is should be a focus on building wealth. You might be setting up auto transfers into your savings account. You might be you know, opening bank accounts, closing bank accounts. But I would think, again, you're looking to say, how can I set myself up for success in the long run? And even if you have a young Pisces child in your life, Again, that even though they're not making money, you could wow. be saying, oh, I I finally opened up a bank account for them and I took the money from the piggy bank and deposited the money into the bank. Mm-hmm. That's one way. Um, of course, you could just be taking some extra steps to create some more security around your life. So again, that could be anything from if you're planning a wedding and you're a Pisces, sometimes marriage does offer us security. Um, yes, maybe you're saying, oh, I'm putting up cameras around the home. So a couple, those are some extreme ways again, Simple understanding. Ways, the, go ahead, mom.
1: I uh, know. I'm just gonna say, I'm just, I'm sorry. Just yeah. clarifying what you said. Yeah. Great way. I feel more secure. Yeah. I would just like to add this. This is not a matter of, oh, I should do this. I better do this. I'm just saying it's going to happen that Pisces are becoming more aware of how secure am I? and how do I get to that next level up? And for some people, they could be doing this at a very high level, but somebody else may be starting from nothing, meaning I have no savings. I'm just opening a savings account. Someone could be at that level, but someone else could be at the million dollar level and saying, hey, I want 1.5 before I feel secure.
0: It is different for everyone. And again, like mom said, even if you don't plan how to do this eclipses they just happen. So uh, don't listen to this and worry like, oh my gosh, what do I need to do? However, we did give you some ideas of how to channel the energy if you are a little bit concerned of like, okay, you know, there's a lot of things going on in my life. Let me just see if I can channel this energy in a very positive, healthy way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Sometimes you give it a little nudge, give it a little nudge, do something very mundane in the areas that we spoke about for everyone and then we kind of go someplace. It has legs, it resonates. It seems to open up other opportunities simultaneously.
0: Absolutely. So that concludes our talk for today. So thank you so much for tuning in. And we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.